A half-elf and a halfling walk into a tourist trap during a night on the town. This isn't meant to be a joke, but it may turn out that way. Callan the Callus, an unnerving and unsavory veteran wet worker of Castorage's street politique, who was recently and miraculously cured of country bumpkinism, as well as Maple, the apple-cheeked clerical carouser of the drinking god Pico, recruited as a stout source of comic relief, are each strung along by the incorrigible charlatan Cecil Plom for a lark. Their destination, the Theatre in Finalis, an infamous den of kitsch and melodrama, which is putting on one last horror house tour before shutting its doors forever. Good riddance. This particular arc of our story shall henceforth be known as the Rusty Nail. We hope you enjoy our production. Hello and welcome, and welcome back to all you faithful listeners of the Swords of Misery podcast. Now, before I forget, there's a couple things that I need to tell you all. Number one is that we are archiving the old episodes and the feed it went out on on Anchor, so you can listen to it there if you feel like it. You don't have to listen back to it. You don't even necessarily have to listen to a recap. Um, If you want to, you can listen to them on Anchor. Or we even have a handy second solution, is that uh, we made a small recap video that is quite entertaining, if I do say so myself. The events have a colorful, let's leave it at that, reiteration by a certain character of ours. The most important thing. To celebrate the fresh launch of our new and improved Swords of Misery podcast, we are hosting a giveaway where we will be handing out over $300 worth of goodies, including two Blight campaign books. Now, those babies, they're pretty hefty. So head on over to our website to check out how you can enter and possibly win some stuff. We're calling this one Return of the Numpties. Have fun meeting back up with Cecil and Callan, and perhaps meeting two new and improved characters. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Bear Claire. I'm here to make like mythological and literary references that are actually beyond my ken, um, and to rain on everybody's parade. Sounds accurate. Hi, I'm Cap, and I am here because I bought my way in, and you can too. Head over to the Patreon. No, no, you can't. You cannot do that. I don't know if they if they donate high enough and yeah if they give us enough to pick, money, you get to pick which player you can kick off and you can replace. Everyone has a price, and that includes us. We don't have that much integrity. I have no price, so anybody, anytime, just take my place. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> In fact, he's my dog. Right. Whoa! Just because uh, I'm brown whoa. doesn't mean I'm your dog. That's uh, hi, hi everybody. I'm Sizzle, and uh, yeah. I play tabletop role-playing games. Sweet deal. Yeah. I think that's everybody, right? No, I'm just kidding. Saving the best for last. Yeah, Melkor, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> uh, that's what I said, we're saving the best for last. That's what I said. Yeah, exactly. I was jumping on what you said. I thought that was an opportunity to introduce you. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, do your thing. No, I'm good. I don't need an introduction. Everyone knows who I am. 
I don't know who you are. Oh, you don't? See, okay, know. well, see, I'm, <laughs> I'm Puddles and I'm here because, um... Hi, Puddles. Hi, I'm not Who's entirely... that guy? How did he get in here? I don't know. Someone opened the door. They keep letting him in. I don't know why I'm here, to be quite frank with you. Okay. Okay, and I'm Melkor. You guys know me. Yeah, we do. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Sweet. You never have. I am not wearing shoes. I am not surprised. How dare you? Right? Right? No socks either. I hate those fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> so the Blight. You guys ready to go back to the Blight? No. Bligit, bligit, bligit. Uh, let's start off. I need a volunteer. Or is it an actual volunteer or is someone going to be voluntold? Well, wait for a volunteer. If you guys don't do it, I'm going to do I'll it. I'll volunteer. Blame me. I volunteer. Roll I a volunteer d20. Tribute. Okay. Oh, cool. Yes, I like this duty. Yeah, duty. Uh, duty. Oh, a six. Yes, that is you guys, what I rolled. You guys have no background information. Well. <laughs> cool. Why did nobody volunteer? I did volunteer. I rolled a six. Why did nobody with any luck volunteer? Let's see, what, oh, what well, that's would it, it have been if I had been upstanding? A twelve. What? I would have been better. Yeah. Well, too bad you didn't volunteer. Sucks to be you. I am gonna give you. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of information, though. I think that. What? Um, but my six. Bear's character. Bear's character would know a little bit Ugh. because of what he's been doing, and we'll, we'll get into. We'll get into what the characters have been up to, but we don't want to do any boring introduction shit. We're going to jump right into the game right now. So, um, yeah, so you guys are you guys are all going to be visiting a place called the Theater Infernalis. Um, based off, uh, you know, Puddles' lousy role, but my generosity, you know, I'll give you a little bit of information. Um, you guys kind of know that it's, um, it's got a very passe stature among, like, a bunch of competing theaters uh, but it's it's kind of entertaining there's like automatons and like veiled actors and stuff like that that kind of they try to surprise the public it's like a uh, um, it's like a fun house kind of only it's like hell themed it's kind of cool entertain with shock where they cannot entertain with cleverness right you mean they're going for a shock value yeah yeah literally in some of the cases you'll find out so right now we have we have Bear's character, Cap's character, and Sizzle's character. I want you guys to, to do a little description. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Cap's character, then we'll do Sizzle, and then we'll do Bear. And this is physical description or general description or? Yeah, do do a physical, you know, metaphysical, astrological, gynecological. Well, just go ahead, jump into it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, my character is Maple Forestwick. Uh, he is a three foot six inch halfling who weighs 50 pounds. Uh, that's the most relevant and pertinent thing you'll need to know about him is his 50 pound weight. Um, and he was a, uh, traveled with caravans with the, uh, stand in quote unquote gypsy culture. Uh, apologize for the use of the word. And if someone's offended what, by culture? it. culture? Yes. Gypsies have culture too. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong oh, with Um, he is a, a middle-aged, um, and he likes to preach the word of his, uh, patron deity, who you will find out more about as we progress. Alright, uh, who did I say next? Or we want to do Sizzle next? Go ahead, Sizzle. Who do we got? You don't have to, you don't have to say his name. Oh. So who is he? I don't have to say his name. What he looks like? 
Um, yeah, go ahead. He just, is. Is it a boy or girl? He's a dude. A very... Okay. Uh, beg your turn. No, I'm just kidding. He's just a dude. That's all. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Bear. He's the dude. Yeah. I want to hear about the dude. Let's hear. Okay. Uh, so the dude is. Uh, do you want me to say his name or not? I'm confused now. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm Sizzle playing Callan the Callus. Not the Callan you may remember from a previous podcast, uh, but uh, he is in the theater wearing his signature uh, chartreuse-colored corduroys, uh, but he looks a little different. He doesn't have the headgear that you were used to seeing, or um, maybe not seeing at all, but uh, he's clean-shaven. Um, his eyes are splayed in two different directions, though only slightly now, not as uh, uh, extreme as they were in uh, a previous time, but he's wearing a very stylish bowler cap, he's got mutton chops, his hair kind of comes down uh, up to his shoulders, it looks wild and curly, um, but he's also wearing over his corduroys um, thick black cloaks. Alright, who else is outside? Yeah, Cecil is a 5'2", 120-pound half-elf. He is an illusionist. Um, and he has spent the six months since he has emerged from the Alice in Wonderland hellscape known as the Between um, back into the artist quarter of the Blight, or Kasaraj. Um, uh assuming a magician personality called the Judge of Character who dresses in a, a red satin coat wears a uh, wears a brass mask and has a poofy powdered wig uh, he puts on puppet shows Lejardeman and other street performances in order to make a pittance and he's mostly been uh, crashing in luxury at one of the nicer hotels in the artist quarter, um, based on the money that he stole from the previous party after it solved. Judge of character. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so, uh, yes, yeah, so you're standing in an alleyway, right off of the end, which is the main road that uh, traverses the artist quarter, um, and you're standing in front of this this building uh, known as the Theater Infernalis. It's it's the outside's constructed of like heavy plaster that's like put over wire framing, but it's all like falling apart in certain places. You can see right through it. Um, but the plaster is set up to like towards the bottom. It, it looks like like a craggy lake and using like pyre beetles and mirrors and such. It, it looks like it's on fire constantly. And there are like uh, there, there are people in the fire and you guys, you guys wouldn't know it. Maybe, maybe Cecil might, uh, maybe he, he would have picked up like the story behind it. But a lot of these people that are in there are like former, uh, like famous noble people. Um, but the, the, uh, the, the center, the main part of the plaster is just formed around the front double doors. It's like a giant mouth of a demon with like eyes above it on a second floor that are also like glowing red with fire. Um, and there's a little sandwich board outside <laughs> that says, Today, last show, Theater Infidelis. Uh, 
So you guys walk in, and you see you see a man who has like uh, he, he's he's bald. Um, he's got an uh, one of those incredibly high like um, uh, what are they called? Collar. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got one of those incredibly high collars. And he just looks like absurd, like he's just supposed to be like a Dracula color, taller than his head. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, he sees you come in. He's, he starts walking over. Um, and the whole the whole lobby as you walk in, it's all decorated in the same plaster um, to make it look like you've stepped into like a giant infernal cave. And there are flames that are in in like burning crucibles that kind of like flare up randomly. And there's there's like demonic faces like on like springs that keep like popping randomly out of the walls and shit like designed to try to startle you um you can see in the rear of the building uh there's a, a dimly lit but uh it's a relatively busy bar um behind that you see a few display cases looks like it's got a bunch of like esoteric uh paraphernalia i guess um and there's a lot of strangely dressed employees there's one of them uh, behind a ticket stand, there's another one um, uh, behind the bar, and then there's the the one coming up to you guys. Um, so he comes over, and he says, "Welcome, welcome, you saints of." And he stops. He's like, "No, welcome, sinners, to the theater, Infernalis." Like he just goes all like dramatic about it. Like it's almost like he's waiting for an applause afterwards. Uh, Cecil is standing there, and they. Uh pea coat and bowler cap and he's got his gloved hands folded over a uh, his walking cane and kind of squints at the guy quite yes this uh this place is very cheaply constructed and I'm sort of picking at the uh plaster on the wall well you can't make it too real or the devils will come alive and kill you all probably I tilt my head at that uh, a little bit. <laughs> he goes, how, how many are you in your party? Three. Three. And I hold up four fingers. Can't have a party of three. Um, Why can't we? You! You! Because it just doesn't make sense. I go, four to six. We have four to six that go through here. Um, You at the bar. You sitting over there. Me? What's your name? Uh, yes, you. Uh, Shen. Yeah, I'm Shen. Hi. That's All right, me. Shen Jab, you are no, I'm Shen. Now part Shen, of this Shen. I'm Shen. Shen. All right, just Shen. No, you just, just Shen. Please, I'm just Shen. All right, Shen. Please, you are part of this party now. I think you're um, distressing the man about his name. Please, it's the only thing I know about myself. It's Shen. Okay, Shen. Shen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, let Shen. us let us go. Uh, let me give you a tour of the of the theater. Oh, okay. Um, Hi, hi, I'm Shen. He's gonna walk up to the others and shake their hands. Nice to meet you. Thank you. I'm sure it's very nice to meet you. I just have no frame of reference at the moment. You're an elf? Am I? And Oh, wait. Hang on. He looks around. A man's name is almost as important as the drink that he carried. Right. So the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the tour guide, he um, takes you, uh, kind of gestures, you follow him, um, takes you over to um, where you see an old man, you know, dressed just, you know, this the same way. Uh, kind of looks like he's just, like, ragged and beaten. Looks like he's been doing this for a long time. And uh, he's like, welcome. 
I guess, please, one one silver apiece to go through the depths of hell and make it out alive. And he holds his hand out. Oh, um, I... He's gonna pet his pockets. I don't... I, I, I don't think I have anything on me. Oh, dear. I suppose he can't join our party, then. It's, that's awful. We were starting to become fast friends. Nonsense. You need a party of four. Someone, someone give him a silver piece and then give it to me. <sighs> All right, fine. Just to save my evening. Um, Cecil will uh, reach into his pocket and he kind of looks a little... He like frowns at how small the contents are getting. And then uh, ruefully hands over a... Uh, silver piece to Shen. Now hand oh. it to the nice, deranged man. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Dude. Here you go. Thank you. And he, he hands you like a little a little ticket. It says Theater in Finalis. Oh, I can read! That's a great discovery to make about myself. Yes, we'll, we'll call you when it's time. Please enjoy the sights and, um, kind of gestures and the, uh, uh, the guide just kind of starts walking you guys towards the uh, towards the back of the bar, um, and you see there's a bunch of like uh, sealed glass cases, and uh, kind of standing along the wall. Um, within there's a bunch of like old dusty props and relics um, that have little signs that label them as uh, artifacts from the abyss. Um, they, they, it's made to look like a little museum exhibit. There's a, uh, a vial of dark liquid that's labeled River Sticks. There's several chunks of, of porous rock, and they're all labeled with uh, various layers of the abyss. Um, there, there's an assortment of demonic samples, like there's, there's a, a piece of leather that says uh, Nabashu Wing. Uh, there's a, uh, <laughs> a greasy um, Nalfishne pin feathers. There's um, a withered uh, rock spore. It's a vine. There's a, a jar of red uh, babo slime. There's another case that has um, a set of mysterious relics that look like um, they've come from some kind of occult order. In in front of like an unfurled, weathered banner uh, that's uh, kind of draped across the, the back of the case. Um, there's a bunch of like sashes. There's soiled lamb lambskin gloves. There's um, uh, like delicate silk aprons, uh, tie tacks, brooches. Uh, censures and all manner of uh, esoteric ceremonial garb and uh, they're all heavily decorated with uh, with mystic symbolism. Next to the case, there's a uh, complete ceremonial costume uh, displayed in a disturbingly decaying wax mannequin. Uh, it's leaning on, a near, leaning on a nearby wall. There's an elaborately dec decorated uh, wooden coffin with a uh, glass window. And it's containing a skeleton that's also engraved with a bunch of glyphs and runes. Uh, above the case, there's a, uh, a lopsided, uh, lopsided banner that's adorned with the symbol of a chained book that's hanging from a ceremonial spear. Uh, nearby, uh, there's a rusted and broken ceremonial longsword that's mounted to the wall. And then there's a, a third and final case that has four realistic models of tiny like fiendish looking creatures in, in various macabre poses. Um, and to, uh, to complete the effect, part of the stone floor is engraved with a, a semicircle uh, inlaid with, with fanciful silver runes. Um, it's some kind of, um, uh, it, it encloses uh, like a whole section of the display. Uh, 
from there, he, he, uh, the guard says, and then if you'd like to in indulge in your vices, you can see Jame over at the bar and get a drink of your choice. And then to, you can see the, the guy behind the bar is dressed just like them. And he just kind of like nods his head at you guys. And then he says, please, please have a seat. The, the, the booths in the corner are free. Uh, you can sit there, sit at the bar, whatever you prefer. And he goes back to like his, uh, his post at the door waiting for the next people to come in. Suppose we would have to liquor up to enjoy this place. Uh, so at this point, there are there are a couple other parties in here. There's probably maybe ten or twelve people in here. Yeah, Maple is standing in front of one of the uh, uh, display cabinets. You you described, you know, the type where it's got the cabinet at the bottom and the glass at the top, and he's sort of on his tippy toe, he's trying to pull himself up a little, get a better look, and he's like, "Oh, jeez, drink should be free with this kind of construction. This sitting ha city has more halflings than any I've ever visited. Why would they build it like this?" He just uh, walks away with a huff towards the bar. Uh, Cecil is actually gonna... Can I roll an illusionist lore to see if any of these relics are of any value? Um, I think part of the reason he's canvassing this place is to see uh, if, when they dissolve, if he might be able to buy something of magical potent uh, on the cheap. Yeah, roll it up. I get a 15, which is the number I have to meet or beat. I beat my meat in celebration. <laughs> well, uh, we've talked about this, Cecil, not in public. I said that out of character. Um, is it all garbage or? Uh, most of it's garbage. A few things kind of stick out to you, like um, the the spear seems to be very it's in very good condition compared to the rest of the stuff that's in there. Um. A lot of the stuff just looks like crap to you. Um, it's really uh, some of the some of the cultic symbols look familiar, uh, but you can't quite place them. I mean, some it, it really looks like there's maybe a handful of legitimate things, whether or not they have any power that's up in the air. Uh, but the majority of the stuff is crap. Did you say there was a ceremonial longsword also? There was, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna investigate that. Just kind of look at it closer. Okay. And it is, you can tell that it, it's broken. I mean, it, it could probably be used in the case of an emergency, but it would probably be broken as soon as you used it. Cecil will elbow Callan as he looks at the fancy sword. It's a rat tail. A spear's the real tail. Hmm. Alright. Uh, he'll eye the spear, um, as he's kind of bending over to look at the, uh, the, the long sword. Uh, ah! Are we burgling this place? I, I'm not sure if we agreed before we came in. <laughs> not quite sure yet. They seem like a right group of numpties, though. Yeah, it shouldn't be too hard. Well, I'm gonna go lick her up. Shun's been edging away from you guys during this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what have I got myself into? Uh, Cecil okay. will uh, dump himself into one of the chairs and kick up his feet onto the bar. Um, and toss a couple silvers. I don't know, let's say five. So you can mark it down on your sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, barman, give me something delicious but sousing. Have whatever this is. And I already have a drink sitting there. I don't know what it is, but it tastes great. 
And uh, you can see behind him, like on the bar, there's all sorts of like fancy bottles of liquor, like stuff that you've probably heard of. It's very pricey, very expensive. So uh, you can see he, he takes a he takes a, a cup and he just puts it under the counter and starts pouring some ale in there. <laughs> and uh, no, 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 no. Um, is there like one of those bottles that like is fancier because? The glass is made so there's a hole in the middle, so that there's actually less to drink. But that makes it fancier. <laughs> uh, probably, I would say so. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna point to that. How much for that one? He, he looks at it. He looks at you. It's a gold piece. All right. He'll, uh, he'll do that, and then he's also gonna like conscientiously uh, scrape up, or more self-consciously scrape up the, uh, silvers that he slapped down, um, because he, 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 he wants to look like he doesn't care about his money, but he has to now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so he takes the bottle, puts it, puts it in front of you, puts a, uh, puts a glass next to it. Um, he's like, well, I poured this, anybody want the ale? I'll take it. There you go. Another one. Pushes it down. And he just goes back to, back to cleaning his glasses. Uh, Cecil takes a snifter. What uh, what kind of liquor is it? Whatever. Is it is it's it water? Ah, oh, they're display bottles. <laughs> <laughs> it's water. Um, Cecil is going to cock an eyebrow at the barman. But he's going to quietly pour a shot, drink it, and go, Whew, it has a sting. And uh, <laughs> he's not going to let anybody know he's been duped. <laughs> uh, Callan's going to sidle up to Cecil um, after kind of investigating that banner with the chain book with a little more curiosity and say, uh, Oi, Cecil, what do you know about that banner? With the chain book in it. It's, uh, it looks pretty neat. I don't think I know very much at all about it. Hmm. Well, uh, bartender? Should we ask our patrons? Yeah, what's up with that banner? The, uh, the, the bartender walks over and goes, That is the banner of the occult. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just a fucking banner. <laughs> <sighs> right. Uh, well, I'll take a whiskey then. All right. Well, we don't actually have any. The fuck kind of bar is this? We're closing tomorrow. I <sighs> think they're gonna buy more booze. All I got is this fucking ale. You want some? And then you can see, like, like the the guy at the door comes over and he's like giving him like a like a dramatic look. He goes, "I mean, do you want some ale?" That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that the uh, ale is like really cheap garbage, right? Yeah, I mean it's just it's enough to keep them stocked. I mean they just want to have something to offer people. It is, yeah, it is water with a splash of turpentine, right? Yeah, I must say Maple, like like I said, he's still sitting there with a big smile on his face, drinking it like it was the greatest thing. <laughs> All right, pour me a mug, you beetroot. All right, we don't got any root beer. <laughs> no, oh. I'm calling you a beetroot, you walking vegetable. Pour so me is a misery, sponsored a mug. by mug root beer. All right, <laughs> I'll get you a mug. All right. 
comes over and it's like a nice, cool, sweaty glass of mug root beer. So as you guys, as you guys are doing this at the at the bar, you hear the door kind of like slam open a little bit, and um, you see a group of five half orcs come in. Um, let's see, I'm gonna have Callan and Cecil each roll forty-six. And if you roll under your wisdom, let me know. Yes, I'll see if I roll under my six wisdom. And my seven. I get a fourteen. I rolled a nineteen. I think I think Cecil is going to like keep glancing at the guys, seeing if any of them are Boronar. But also, I think a lot of half-orcs look similar to him, so we probably can't really tell. <laughs> Are you Borner? No. Are you Borner? No. Are you Borner? You already asked me. Uh, uh, Callan's going to kind of side-eye them and do the same thing. Like, any of them Borner? Oh, I can't tell. Uh, but then he'll kind of bring up the hood around his head and bowler cap uh, a little tighter. Shen's going to sidle his way up to the bar. I'll have a water, please. Your pick. Any of these fancy bottles. Well, I don't think alcohol on a on a on a, on a dizzy head is 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 a good thing. Thank you, though. Maybe maybe Got later. Cranberry juice. Oh I'll, no, actually no. Thank you. I. All I'm right. good. Why are you dizzy? Okay. Have you been drinking the water from the canker? Well, I see. I I don't rightly know. That's the problem. Boy, I don't know what you think. Uh, think you know. Liquor is will definitely cure a dizzy head. It's the greatest cure. Drink it enough, you won't even remember you're dizzy. Hair of the dog, as they say, indeed. Shen, do you know where... You, where do you think you are right now? Um... In hell? I suppose that's close, considering what our man would have us believe. He looks over at the guy with the stupid collar. Um... Oh, good. I was worried it'd be something weird, like Theater Infernalis or something. Callan is going to lean over. <laughs> All right, we've got an absolute Alzheimer's case or something here. <laughs> Maybe we can use him as a diversion later. <laughs> uh, and you guys can see, as you're, as you're talking, you just hear people, like, start laughing. And you hear, like, a large crash, like, above, uh, above the display cases. There's a, um, uh, there's a balcony up there. And you see people, like, come flying up to the edge of the balcony, and they're just laughing their ass off. They're like, ah, and then, and then they walk and come down the stairs, and then um, uh, the, the, the guy at the ticket booth calls up the next party, the next party goes up. Oh boy, I feel like these people are having a little bit too much fun in hell. He's gonna look around nervously. And the, 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 uh, the, the host comes over and goes, that's what hell is, lots of fun. Uh, I think you and I have very different ideas of what hell is, and he's gonna, you know, sidle away, like, don't touch me. Just... Uh, So you can hear that there's a, um, you know, the the half-orcs have kind of taken one of the tables in the the southwest corner of the room, and there's a a group of people at uh, the table more towards the center of the room, and and there's a skinny half-orc kind of goes over there with what looks like a, um, you know, mostly empty glass. And then he goes and he and he just sits down next to the people and is just real obnoxious. He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Then he, like, knocks his glass over. And he stands up and kicks his chair. He's like, what the hell are you doing? You owe me a new beard. Get me a new... 
bartender, he's going to give me a new beer. And then, and then the, the, the people like obviously afraid. They're like, yeah, yes, give him, give him what he wants. Give him a beer. That's fine. He's like, yeah. And he goes over to the counter. And he goes, yeah, he said he'd get one for the, for the whole group over there. I'll take five. Callan's going to... Wait, so shul- the, shul- the half-orc is demanding a new beer? So He's demanding five beers for his whole party because the other group knocked his beer over. None of Cecil's problem. Which you, which you haven't... You haven't seen them order beers at all, so I mean, they just randomly spilt a beer. Mm. Yeah, Callan's gonna shoulder away from him and kind of tuck his hood to cover his face more as the uh, the skinny half orc walks up. Yeah, and he'll I'll get his beers and he'll take it and I'll go sit down at the table with the rest of the half orcs. Uh, yeah, Maple. Uh, just he's a little red faced at that. He kind of slams his uh, well, not slams like super up. Forcefully puts his uh, mug down on the table or on the counter, and uh, he's starting to push his chair back. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. try and climb down because it's a tall chair. Uh, and uh, uh, he kind of says to uh, Cecil, "They—they uh, uh, they didn't pay for that liquor at all. They're disrespecting the ale." M- uh, Mr. Halfling, I don't think that's a good idea. Friend. You've got a fascinating way of justifying alcoholism in bar fights, but I think it's going to get you killed. Ah, oh, fine. We are not going I fi- to... I thought s- the rest of you were strong, but... We shouldn't start a crusade over this piss water. P- Those be fighting words, and he, he's looking <laughs> you in the eye like... He's really angry. <laughs> oh my god, episode one! It wasn't puddles this time. It <laughs> wasn't po- even me! He, he just points a, a stern finger at you, and he's like, the, the look in his eyes, like, take it back. Callan's gonna walk over behind Cecil, uh, and kind of stand over Maple with his mug and say, Calm down, Maple. We don't want to fuck with these lazy roasters, so yeah, just calm down and have some of mine. And he'll pour the rest of his mug into whatever, one of two, that, one of two mugs that Maple has. Fine. On this offering of ale, I will desist, but I'm watching you, Cecil. (laughs) Hallelujah, the terrorist has been pacified. (laughs) And then I'll go back to his seat. My goodness, this really is hell. Why am I with this group? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't be so bad if you just drank some liquor, boy. No, I'm pretty sure alcohol makes it worse. I don't know how I know that, but I know it. Thanks, though. Pico's brew will make you feel so much better. Um, good. I don't want to end up like someone else I know. And considering I only know the three of you right now, that's not really a big pool to choose from. Who are your parents, Shen? I don't know. You better not be an orphan. <laughs> I'll punch you so hard. We don't take kindly around orphans around these parts. <laughs> Call me the orphan puncher. <laughs> I'll punch you, and then what are you gonna do about it? Cry about it to your parents? <laughs> orphan. Uh, <laughs> All right, so you see, you see, like the, the the biggest person, like the biggest human from the uh, from the bar that the half orc from the table that half orc just went over to, uh, goes over to the counter and he puts five silver pieces and 
It's like, here you go, Barkeep. Uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take the tour today. And the, the guy steps over to like the half orcs table. It's like, hey, you, go fuck yourself. And then the whole, the whole table of orcs just stands up. And uh, one of them draws, draws a sword, sword. The other one, uh, I'll take these daggers out. And the host comes running over with uh, the guy behind the bar. He's like, no, no, no. You can save those fights for when you're in hell. And he just starts going. He's like separating. He goes, seriously, guys, cut it out or I have to call the guards. And he's like, how about, yeah, the, the party's getting out now. And you see like the um, like another group of people come out of the... Uh, Come out of that exit up at the, on the balcony. He's like, oh, please, uh, uh, you fellow gentlemen here, why don't you guys come up next? And then that way, you know, you guys can be on your way and, and everyone will be happy. And then they just kind of eyeball him like, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's go check this place out. And then uh, uh, they wind up going upstairs into Ziffon House. Ooh. Or <laughs> Zitor, whatever it is. Zitor. Um, Zitor, Zitor of hell. <laughs> Zilekur. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, so that the group of people that was sitting at the table leaves. Half orcs go up and they, they go into the uh, upstairs. Can can I get another look at each of them as they walk by? I'm looking for any kind of signifiers of you know being part of a possible mob or uh or local gang if any um looking for gang signs that's right that's roll right. a uh roll a d6 on a one or a two you'll know something two something okay you've seen these guys around um uh they usually hang around like um there's a there's a creepy old uh, uh, apothecary, and y- you know that they they tend to like hang around the corner there. Uh, you don't know their names, but you know that you've seen them. You know, just a bunch of hoodlums like to hang out on the corner in front of the apothecary. You know that old trope. Yeah, definitely. That's that's the thing I've heard before. Hoodlums hang around in front of the apothecary. It's like, yeah. Hey guys, it's like hanging around the apothecary. It's, it's, like, it's, the, it's the sort of like pseudo medieval look of one to hang out in front of the drugstore. Yeah. Right. Maybe they maybe they want some apothecary cream for their gross green skin. Hey man, can you go in there and buy me a um I don't know. Whatever. A, hot dog? a healing potion. A tincture. <laughs> A tincture, yeah. Not a hot dogs, um, damn it. So once the, <laughs> once the, so the orcs are going upstairs ahead of us. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, going now. Once the they're like safely out of earshot by Cecil's approximation, he's gonna like drape his hand over the back of the chair and look over at a uh, high collar and go, "Oh, so we come in first, and you're just going to shuffle them ahead, let the greenskins defecate all over everything before good customers." Get to see. Count's gonna elbow Cecil super hard. Fucking asshole. Oh my goodness, I'm in hell. Why am I here? Shed's gonna hold his head between his hands. Maple is definitely giving a side eye to Cecil at what he just said. Cecil, don't be such a fucking twat. I'm sorry, it must be. I'm just getting randy because of this exquisite, um... Mm, spirit is gonna keep hydrating. <laughs> Don't blame your 
Don't blame your misbehavior on the ale. And he punches him in the knee. In the what? In the knee. Oh. Okay, oh. we heard something. Yeah, you weren't quiet. Punches him in the nuts. Yeah, he's just that height, you know? Yeah, you did cut off. Come here, you! I can't make a customer complaint, but you can start a holy war over some drivel. Okay. I... I was fighting for the honor of the ale. You're just being a bigot. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want any attention drawn to me. Come on, man. I don't know why you insist on going out in public. Because you insist. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're the one who tracked me down. It's your fault for reattaching yourself to me. I know. Fuck me, right? No, thank you. Oh, because it's a question, you fucking potato. <laughs> I'm not the potato. I'm not the potato. He's the potato. He gestures to the halfling with his head. Oh, I thought you meant the Shen, Jashen, whatever his name is. No, Shen's a different. Shen's a different kind of vegetable altogether. <laughs> Ouch, dude. Stop with all this negativity around the ale. All right, ruining the taste. You bunch of beetroots. Let's have another drink and wait for this stupid <laughs> fucking <laughs> show. Each other vegetable names. <laughs> what the hell is this? All right, you broccoli heads, it's your turn. Broccoli. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, hands that like turn into fleshy broccoli legitimately sound terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So about about uh, ten fifteen minutes after um, after the orcs went in. You hear them, like, laughing, and they come out like, that was fucking stupid, man, and they just come down, and they, uh, you know, get to the bottom of the stairs, and one of them, like, spits on the floor in front of the old man. He says, yeah, I hope this place burns down overnight. And, uh, like, he turns the walk, and they go, and they just sit down at the table. We want more ale! And the old man's like, well, it's your turn, guys. Hallelujah! Um, Cecil gets up and uh, he's taking the bottle with him and he's going to walk with an affected drunken stride alright so you get to the top of the stairs it's a um, uh, it's about a 10 foot wide uh, balcony and you can see the entryway is like it's shaped like a miniature version of the mouth that was outside inside is like the, the, the real world equivalent to like that big spinny room on a, on a, on a fun house you know how it's just a big tube that kind of spins it looks like that but it's like it's like writhing like it's almost like um, like it's made of leather and it just kind of like it's like throbbing um, like different portions of it Cecil pokes it with his cane okay does it you do so does it writhe uh oh yeah Rise like no tomorrow. Curious contraption. I don't think I want to step over that. Um, Cam will pull out a rubber chicken and then swipe the floor with it. <laughs> there oh my, it is. Oh my god, you kept that. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, I thought you would have abandoned it because of the sad and embarrassing memories attached to it. Oh well. Those were Good. some of the best times I could remember. Some of them. You. 
Uh, never mind. Yeah, no, like I said, it, it's almost like the texture of like a gym mat, you know? Um, but there's also like, there's like green and yellow, like fog and steam coming out of it. Oh, I'll just walk straight through then. Put the chicken okay. away. All right. It is spinning. I'm going to need you to make a check for me. Ooh. Ooh, not just any check. A dexterity check. So roll 3d6 against your dexterity. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, I rolled an 8. My dex is 12. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, you managed, you managed to make it through okay. You're standing on the other side. I'll, I'll describe that when, uh, when you get there. So you guys see Callan vanish into this fog of writhing monster throat. Goodbye, Callan. Um, Cecil wants to actually go down this left hallway a little bit. Um, and what are these? Are these doors or windows? Yeah, they are. They're, they're doors. Um, at the very end, you can see that that's where the people are exiting from. Uh, the one in the middle has like a, uh, like a padlock on it. Says private, keep out. And just when I have a curiosity, our lockpick is gone. All right. Well, let's do something kitschy, eh, fellas? Um, Cecil will stroll in. Oh. Right, give me a dexterity check. With my six dexterity. 3d6. Improbable. Ten. Oh. Ten, okay. So, with this, you fall and, um, uh, let's see. Nice out. All right, for the next three minutes, you are, uh, what is it? You're nauseated. So, basically, you're just going to take a minus one to hit saves. <sighs> and when you fall, you, you hit your head kind of on a rock on the other side, and you take one point of damage. Oh. <laughs> Not fuck. What is wrong with this Stupid place. Not so fancy on your feet, are you, tall guy? Uh, and there's like, he's been splashed by the um, water, and I don't know, he probably like, telltale not Rick of Booze. Um, <laughs> he will crawl up to his feet um, in a. Can't want to help you up. Totally dignified manner. Thank you, Callan. Well, if we contact a lawyer, we may have a suit. And he points at his head, he's like, got any points at his head wounds, got to make money somehow. Soothing for what, exactly? Well, dangerous entertainment. They're closing tomorrow, Mike. That doesn't mean I can't go after the people once they disband. I just have to find out who worked here. Anyway, let's continue. I'd like to see you try, Maple. Uh... He, he finishes the last of the mug that he snuck away from the bar with and just sets it down on the floor. Um, and then, yeah, he pulls up his uh, pants, you know, his overalls a little bit, like shimmies him up, pumps out <laughs> his, his pants chest. pants around his ankles this whole time, no one noticed. Then, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he marches forward, look of confidence on All his right. face. Cecil, Dexterity check. Cecil's going to reach out his uh, cane. Uh, through the fog and like just sort of angle it so it's so uh, Forrest Wick might trip over it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Nah, just roll just roll 3d6. 
And we just compare it to your decks. So you want to get under it. So I'm going to give you a plus one because of the cane that's sticking in the other side. So 16. What's your dex? 14. 14. Oh. All right. It's the same thing. You you walk through and the cane just grabs you in the in the right spot. You hit your head. Boom! Right on the same rock as Cecil. You take one point of damage, and you are nauseated for four minutes. So you get a minus one to hit, minus one for save for four minutes. Oh, oh I oh. I insulted someone while under the with the, under the the watch of Pico. Oh, I should know better. Yes, let this be a lesson to you. Divine providence has a has a far-reaching hand, and he'll uh help up. Uh, he'll help up. Damn it! Why can't I remember her first name? It's Maple, you freaking elf. Willow. He's got a delicious name. Willow. The other short person. Uh, okay, so uh, Shen staying outside? Shen, Shen's gonna... Oh, I don't like this, but I guess we stick together. And he's gonna... Can he crawl across it instead of walking? Yes. That That yes sounded very weird. And I'll let you do the same thing. Yeah, do it. 3 to 6. Okay. Okay. I rolled an 11. What's your dex? 5. 5. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. My dex is 5. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Okay. Um, <laughs> really well, is. I'm going to give you the, uh, you know, as you get towards the end, you just kind of like slip and fall. You don't hit your head, but you're just sitting there like tossing around like a small child in a oh, dryer or something. I, a washing machine. <laughs> I'm going to get books. So for the next four minutes, you're nauseous as well. That's really so funny, but we should probably pull him out. And then, Cecil <laughs> does not, then Cecil does not move to pull him out. Oh, help <laughs> Somebody me. should help that man. Please, Maple, please. grab Shen. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Maple uh, is trying to stifle a laugh, and he's like, I will not laugh, Pico. <laughs> I will not laugh. Um, and, and he tries to tries to help, but he's very short. Um, so I don't know how well he can help. Grab onto my stubby little arms! I feel like if we're doing Foley, we're gonna put a lot of slide whistles in this part here. True! <laughs> I don't like this. I really don't want that. Why am I here? Why am I here? I really don't even know why I'm here! Well, you... You can't leave now, or you'd have to go back through the mouth. <gasps> You're stuck with us. That's clearly too hard. And then as you as you do that, like there's a like a, a gate, like a little mini portcullis that closes down on the front of the um uh, the spinning tunnel, and then the lights go out in the tunnel. That and you guys find yourself in not enjoyable. It's it seems like you're in a cave. Um let's do uh uh let's see. We'll do, we'll do spot hiddens. I mean, um, I'm going to keep calling them spot hiddens just because with the secret door checks. Oh, hey. Well, as an elf, I actually have that thing. Woohoo. Secret door check. Secret, secret door check. Elf has four and six and a one in six chance of noticing automatically. Also, may I point out, out of character, that I hope we do not ever encounter traps because we were all just defeated by a funhouse uh, 
direction. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> okay, he wasn't. So, yeah. So, so you guys, you guys say that, and uh, and Kellen's like, I wasn't. And then you hear like a click when you step on the floor. Uh, oh, what's your AC? No. <laughs> oh my god! So this room is like, it's full of. It looks like you're in a cave, but like. The way the lights are, it's like there's, it's like it's backlit by, by flames, and like you can you can hear like cackling noises and things, and from the wall on the side of the cave, like a little demonic animatronic device comes flying out at you with a uh, with a, a spear for a critical hit. Oh man. Uh, okay, what is the damage on that thing? Okay, alright. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Nice. Okay, doing three points of damage. The spear comes out, just jabs you right in the side, and then, like, the, the demon, like, just retracts back into the wall. What in the bloody oh. fuck was that? Good God, man, are you alright? Fuck no, I'm not alright. That took, uh... You said three points of damage. Yeah, three points of damage. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's uh, two, that's a third of my health. Yowch. Yeah. Here, here, cover the wound. Uh, and and I take my little uh bag of um sling pebbles, which still has rocks in it, and I'm just pressing the canvas bag against the side. <laughs> I'll rub these rocks and it make you feel better. <laughs> Get off me, you fucking empty. Fuck this place. Uh, he's gonna draw his buckler and, uh, what else do I have? Buckler and, uh, hand axe. He's just gonna walk forward. Get the fuck out of here. We're going to murder a carny, actually, considering- I might after this. Considering what they've put us through, I'd justify it. Um, No wonder this place is shutting down. Cecil will fall and step behind Callan. All right, I'm going to check for chaps every five feet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> check for traps. Do you have a uh, you have a trap sense or whatever it is, right? Uh, no. As a half-elf, you don't? Oh, no, I'm not a half-elf. I'm a human. Oh. I mean, as an assassin? No, there's no mention of that in the class description. I'll give you I'll give you a one in one in six chance. Oh, great. Alright. It is trap free. Five feet in front of you. Okay. Okay. You step forth, you hear a click. Fuck. <laughs> another another demon comes out of the wall with a uh, with a spear and it just misses you. And then like it kinda dangles off a little bit and kind of breaks a little bit, and then slowly retracts, and then it kind of keeps jamming into the wall as it pulls itself back. Um, let's see. Uh, I will let you do a... Um, uh, what do you got for wisdom? Uh, I got a seven. Yep, seven. Okay. Roll a... Um, roll 2d6 and get below a seven. Nope. I rolled an 11. Okay. You cannot put this together. This Why would they make this funhouse so damaging? This is fucking bullshit. 
Um, and then he'll slam uh, his shield down on the next step in front of him. Okay. Next five feet and kind of like step back right after okay. doing that just to see what happens. All right, nothing happens. All right, uh, then he'll take a step forward. Okay. Cecil's gonna like hunch and duck walk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's gonna look over his shoulder at Maple and say, For once, you've got a height advantage. Hey! <laughs> I do. Took a little while to settle, didn't it? <laughs> I pull a pebble out and throw it at him. <clears throat> Can anybody attempt that wisdom? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't really say for me because Cecil also has a six in wisdom. Why he doesn't know how to shut up? Um, that is a thirteen for me. I have no idea. Uh, uh, it's gonna do a two d six. We can cut off the. Uh, so still be a seven. Yeah. Should I do one? Uh, I think you're too far behind to do it. Uh, I'll I'll give it to you at a three d six. All right. Hey, that's below my wisdom. Okay. Um, you see, I mean, you, you caught the tail end of that little demon retracting back into its little cubby hole, and you notice that the, the the tip of the spear is very shiny. And as you're as you're looking, you see kind of amongst the rocks on the ground that uh, there are like looks like big chunks of cork with uh, indentations on them. You can kind of guess we're probably at the end of those spears. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, it looks like the safety tips have, have fallen off of these things. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking great. Does some, someone want us dead, Callum? I know somebody wants me dead. Why would they put real spears with cork on the end in the wall? I know for a fact that talking animals hate me. And you, actually. <laughs> but, well, they don't have thumbs to do something like this. Talking animals? Do you ever stop being mean to the half-orcs? Uh, <laughs> for once, I wasn't being a bigot. Now you're the bigot. And then I just do the two fingers to my eyes to Cecil's eyes thing. The watching it. Um, can I see the regular, like, are there regular holes in the wall where these spear tips come through? Um, yeah, it's kind of like, like the, uh, like the rocks, like some of the rocks are, are real and then some of them are like plaster and like there's certain chunks of plaster that are kind of, uh, on, on gears and pulleys. So they kind of pull aside and then these demons come out, um, which is why when it was, it kind of got damaged uh, the last time it came out, so it was like it had a problem retracting in there. But yeah, you can kind of you can kind of see like where that one came from. It's kind of hard to tell the difference between like the rocks and the uh, uh, and the plaster. All right, there's no way to gum up the system. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll proceed uh, forward. Um, uh, they are above my head height, aren't they? Or just 
the ones that have come out so far. Yeah, I mean, they're they're probably around your head height. Do we all notice that the, the mix between real rocks and the plaster rocks? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you took a second to look at it, which, I mean, depending, depending if you're more worried about those or if you're more worried about triggering another one. Um, Count's pretty focused on, he thinks it's based on where he's stepping, so he's going to continue with that assumption. Cecil is going to prod him in the butt while crouched. Gonna go on a what? Yeah, fuck off. Going at my own pace. I still want to do a. I still want to do a bar crawl after this, really. Ease off. Uh, and then he'll slam his shield down on the next step in front of him, and then step away. Okay. Uh, let's see. Roll a two d six versus your dex. Uh, just under by one. I rolled an eleven. Okay. Uh, so as you as you put it down, you can hear the click, and then you try to pull out. And what is your AC? AC is thirteen. Thirteen. All right. So one of these cherubs comes out and it just like hits your buckler as right as you're pulling back. Uh, comes out of the wall from the south. Does it have a spear also? It also has a spear. Uh, was able to glimpse. Um. As to whether or not it was missing its uh, safety tip or not. Yeah, this one had no safety tip. Oh, I bet you those fucking half-orcs took those safety tips off. I'm not sure they have the um, sense to be that conniving. Well, they came out unscathed. Yes, but they were also armored. And it could be they changed this place for us to come in. Maybe I'm flattering myself, but I understand we have enemies. Sorry, everyone give me a uh, saving throw. Oh, sweet. Is it against a spell? Nope. Is it against okay. an illusion? Nope. I still fail. Oh, I don't. I succeed. Is, is it to find a handhold because the floor is lava? floor is lava. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... You guys, and, and I kind of, like, I can sense it in, like, the role play as well. I mean, you guys are just very paranoid about this place at this point. Um, yeah. So, with this, you guys are, um, you're getting the, the spooked condition? Yeah, the spooked condition. Yes. Uh, so, at this point, you will be taking a minus two on all your saving throws. Wait. Except for Shen. Aha! Uh -huh. Shen's passed. not spooked. Shen's too busy being nauseous. He's he's still sat right. down outside of the end of the tunnel. <laughs> he's still he's still tumbling around. I don't have the point of reference to be scared of anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's going on in this room? The traps we set yet? Yeah. Oh, this oh, this place is giving me the creeps. Cecil um, continues to prod Kellen in the butt. I really don't want to sit here waiting for them to come up once they realize their stupid traps have no effect. After you, then. Or we can just go back through the tunnel. No, please, not the tunnel. I'll go through first. Please, just not we the tunnel. Hang try. on. We can't. The gate, the gate fell. Unless you want to try oh. and lift it up. Oh, I imagine right. it's gear-bound. But fine. Cecil, um... Moves, like, struggles to... Squeeze past uh, Callan, um, and he's gonna 
hesitantly tap down on the uh, square in front of him. Okay. To mimic what uh, he was doing with the shield. Okay. Yeah, roll um, roll 2d6 versus your dex. Not very high. That is a 6. So, meets my dex. Okay. Is that... Is it meet and under, or... Yeah, only under. under. Okay. So, yeah. So, so you you feel around with it, and then you eventually hear a click, and same thing. Like, and and, and uh, this little demon just comes flying out of the wall with a spear. Uh, this time it goes all the way through, and it just kind of like chips the wall on the other side. You can see like chunks of plaster go flying, and then the thing gets retracted. Ha! I did it. I'm not so clever, are you? Um, Cecil's gonna step forward, and he's like looking at the fake and real rocks like why did they bother lugging these boulders up two stories it's gonna like tap on one of the real boulders um anyway he will try this square ahead of him okay um yeah give me another dex check to do that this this one's got a hit yep that's a nine Nine. You don't feel anything. Cool. So he's gonna move ahead, feeling like he's already outsmarted these would-be assassins, and go, Well, I'm going to leave you all behind. There's another gate past this section. It'll be trapped in this hell cave. Ooh. <laughs> uh, can, can Callum tap down with his shield? Uh, and then take a swing at the uh, the cherub to kind of disable the trap. Uh, sure. Go, go ahead and uh, I mean, you you tap the ground. You you know where the trigger is, and uh, it doesn't come out. Okay. Um. Well, I will step forward with my buckler in front of me, knowing where or expecting it to come out, regardless. And step forward. Okay. Anything happen? Nothing. All right, I'll do it Pretty again. Safe. Huh. Maple and Shen are at the entrance. Like, wow, this place is stupid. Can Maple uh, drop to the ground and um, start speed crawling through, doing like a little forty <laughs> run? Mando crawl. <laughs> yes, absolutely can. Yeah. I, I would imagine that would scare you guys too. I mean, it's like it's dark. You've got like this firelight. Like in the rocks, and then this like this creepy ass halfling <laughs> just comes crawling up to you in the dark. Oh please, <laughs> please don't leave me! But Shen hot in his heels, and I think just as he like passes the threshold, he's gonna throw up on Maple. <laughs> you can roll a reflex save if you want. I mean, uh, Dex check, three d six, and get out of the way. Uh, okay, I'll try. Uh, my dex is 14. Oh, we got an 8. Alright, alright. You missed him this time. Yeah, I do like a, a, a quick roll maneuver and just roll to the side out of the way. I'm That's sorry. Wall is I'm just... That, that... It was that room. I'm so sorry. Please don't leave me behind. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Please. See, you should have drank the liquor. No, I'm pretty sure that would have made this worse. Oh, would you only like to be baptized in a drunk's vomit? Okay, uh, Cecil tests the square ahead of him. Okay. 
it's safe. And you can see on the map it's a closed door, but uh, realistically, do you have any kind of dark vision? Half-elves and elves can see in the dark for 60 feet, I believe. Okay. So you can see you can see up ahead of you, this, it's a 15 by 15 foot room. Um, it is dark, so I don't know exactly what you can see, but I imagine it would probably be just a flat, empty room. Uh, it's very dark in there. Cecil stands up and curiously leans in to look around. Uh, what's the floor like? It's, uh, let's see, I guess you can see from the occasional reflection from the fire in the, uh, in the caves, it's a very shiny floor. Almost, almost like glass. He taps it again. Is it? Does it sound like glass when he puts the um, crow's beak of his uh, cane against it? It does. It sounds like it sounds like glass over something, like not not like a pane of glass. So it seems pretty solid. Last time I saw a mirror this large, it put me into the between. Oh, well, let's see if I... it does it again, and then Callum will push him in. <laughs> Hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Cecil well... stumbles into the room, uh, into the center. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody going with him? It's, uh... Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're standing in the middle of this room. It's still dark. You can see... It's the same thing. Like, it looks like the whole surface of the walls are glass. Um, and I would say a little bit from your... From, you know, knowing, knowing some of the, uh mundane illusionist tricks. I mean, having this much glass is probably used to uh, project images. Yeah, Cecil will reach into his coat pocket for his uh, smoking case and uh, strike a match. Um, hold it aloft for a moment, see if there's anything curious about the walls, and then maybe crouch to the floor to get a look at the... Uh, surface of the ground. Um, let's see, do a, uh, do a secret door check. Okay, if it's, if this counts as active, then I have four and six. Get a two. Okay. Uh, you do notice these, um, uh, notches in the floor. Like, the floor may be made to um, retract or open in some way. Cecil, what uh, do your elf eyes see? Half elf eyes, but I think this is a trap door. And I don't really see any other way to proceed. I expect it's going to need the weight of four people, funnily enough, to trigger it. Out, out in the distance, you hear you hear the uh, degree to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can present a bit of a problem. His, he, his collar grows an inch every time he dupes somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh fucking! Uh, as long as this fucking ride gets over with soon. Uh, Cecil accidentally lets the match burn down to his fingertips. Ah! Sucks on them a little bit, and then uh, is gonna move over and lean up against the wall and sort of like hold his arms out and ready 
to brace for something. Just looking around. Callan will walk in and then put his, uh, thinking he's going to fall, he's going to put his uh, his sword away, but keep his buckler out. Or not sword, but hand axe. Seeing that all three are in the room, Shen will tentatively follow. Okay. So you follow, and then again behind you, a door starts closing. Um, and after it does, like, the, the wall, everything just starts lighting up. And the walls are, like, they start lighting up. It looks like you're on the shore of, like, a, a black river. So beneath the floor, like you guys can see it now, it's glass. Like a, a whirlpool of, like, an oily black river starts forming. Um, and you can see, like, flashes of, of a crimson light, like, mixed in with the swirl. And then um, the floor starts opening up like an iris. Uh, so everybody, let's see, what are we going to do here? We are going to do saving throws. We will still take our minus two because we are spookified. Oh yeah. You will. I don't know. I if, won't. I don't know if, uh, nauseousness plays into that or if we've already spent enough time dawdling that, uh... <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I think you guys spent enough time. Yeah. <laughs> um... Already, I get a fifteen. Wow! I get I a failed. three. Failed. I got a three and failed. Okay. Uh, so Cecil's the only one that succeeded. Um, all right. So as it opens, I mean, Cecil, you you saw this coming. You know what's happening. You kind of jump to a corner of the room as the floor opens up and the other three. Uh, fall down to the room below. Uh, taking damage. 1d20 falling damage. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually 1d6, which is pretty harsh. Taking one point of damage. That is harsh. Oh, boy. Oh! There was some, like, so Cecil, below yeah. regulation inflated rubber balls that only sort of broke their fall. So down below, you guys, it, it, it's very, it's very dark in that room, and you can, you can see that there are like pillows, pillows and, and matting and stuff like that, but they're all pulled aside away from the center of the room, like they're purposely kind of pushed against the wall. Now this I could blame on the orcs. Um, Cecil is gonna like awkwardly toss his cane down and like lower himself over the edge and try to just like drop on top of a pillow in this, like, corner space rather than on his butt. You gently guide yourself down, cushioning your tush. Make a very soft and cozy fall. This is a cushy tush. And surprise, the pillows are full of jacks. <laughs> <laughs> pillows full of spiders! You guys can all smell like smoke in the air. Um... It just smells kind of weird in there. It looks like it's 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 supposed to be like a cave in here as well. It's not as rocky as the other ones, but it's a big open cave. Oh god, it might be burning in here. Uh, we we should we should get moving quickly. Yep, I agree. Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, he'll pull his hand axe back out and uh, dust himself off and make sure his buckler's still tight on his arm. 
If it's that hard to see, can I start feeling around for... I mean, like, I know I can see the pillows, but, like, is there a clear exit? Or do I need to feel around for a door? No, you gotta kind of look around. Oh, boy. Cecil picks up... I really up, don't like it this year. Picks up his uh, cane and then starts um, tapping uh, Maple on the leg. Just like, just follow my guiding taps. It's like on either side of them, just trying to nudge him in the right direction towards the door. Uh, and you said I can see, right? Yeah, you can, you can see enough. I mean, it's it's hard for you to see, but... Before Cecil gets too far, Shen's going to reach out and snag his coat. And just hold it. Hello. Hi, I hope you don't mind. I just, um, try not to get lost, you know. Lead on. Look, I really don't do this father figure thing for most people. Um, uh, you don't look like a father figure to me. Callan's an older man. You should really depend on him as your sugar daddy. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling so, a, a really large need to let go of your coat, but also I'm really scared. So uh, I'm not going to uh, do that. That's the outlook. I as, of course not. No. As you guys are talking to, especially those with dark vision, you can see that this room is filling up with, uh, it's not quite smoke, it smells like smoke, but it's um, definitely some kind of fog material. Um, I'm going to leave. Bye. He's going to let go of the um, uh, the coat and he's just going to yeah, run forward. I don't like, like this. I think they're trying to choke us out. Um, and he will run to, uh, did you say we can see a door? Uh, no, he can't. Um, could I just... If it's the spot hidden, elves do have a 1 in 6 chance to notice automatically. Okay. Uh, as you guys as you guys get to that side of the room, uh, the room starts... You start hearing, like, cracking noises, like electricity. And you start seeing these flashes of light. And from the, the darkness on the western side of the room, uh, on the western side of the room, you see, like, a, a beautiful woman... She appears and she starts walking towards you guys. And as she does, the flesh starts rotting off her skin, like her arms, like it's just, she starts melting. Like you can hear the dripping. And then she just lets out this ear piercing scream. And she says, ah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Nice, nice. <laughs>